This week's episode is sponsored by the Doors Open Connect app platform designed by real estate agents for real estate agents. Join our growing network and community of professional agents by downloading the app today for free on the Apple App Store. Also sponsored by MJ with Toll Brothers at Abaco Point. We are the only villa community that lives like a single family home. In today's hot market in Southwest Florida with the lack of inventory, you might want to check them out as new construction is surely the way to go. You can check out some of their custom models and communities like Abaco Point at www.tollbrothers.com. Hello, this is Deshaun with the Doors Open Connect podcast, and this is my co-host, Rick Haas. Say hello, sir. I'm feeling good. Hello, everybody. You're feeling good, man. How can we not be good in this gorgeous, gorgeous city of Naples, Florida, Southwest Florida? Um, where else would you want to be right now? Um... The beach. The beach. Which is 10 minutes away. Yeah, 10 minutes away. So really, you're right there. We're, yeah. we're in good so shape. I'm, I'm at where I'm at. We're I at love where, it. Yeah, we're on this side of the dirt, like we said last time. You know, how can you complain? Um, you know, uh, 2021, we're off to a great start. We've had some great interviews already and uh, some great podcasts. We've met some amazing people. Um, I heard some great stories. Great stories. And it just keeps getting better and better and better. So we're super excited about this episode. And you know what's you know what's popular right now? What I've been selling? A lot of new construction. New construction. Everybody wants new construction. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, um, especially realtors that are listening to it, and I know we've got uh, quite a few on here now that listen. And again, thank you so much for your support and for tuning in. But new construction, there's no inventory. There's nothing left. There's no inventory. I get people hitting me up every week. Where's the open houses? Uh, and you, you want to know what's crazy is the resales that are out there right now, they're going so far above market price that you can just buy a new construction, pick out everything you want, and have everything you want. Yeah. And and the For thing- probably even a better price too. The thing of it is, you know, I've written several contracts. I've helped other agents write contracts. But the thing is this, look, get your pre-approvals, get them ready put it, it's got to be submitted with the offer. And yeah, you, there's a good chance in this market where everybody's buying cash on the resales, you're not going to get it. Um, and don't play games. You can't play games. If it's a good, if it's a good deal right now, um, you, you either got to go full ask or you got to go over, or you're still going to lose out to the guy that's going to say cash, quick close. There is, there's a deal I had recently where it was a resale property, not new construction, but our offer was, um, a 10-day inspection period, 30-day financial contingency, but they were going to pay $27,000 above asking price, and there was still a better offer than ours, and which was probably cash. It's crazy. Remember when we first started back in 2020, in the beginning of the year, we had trouble getting people to take open houses, and you know, maybe they might get two or three people, and we were just there for encouragement, trying to get them to go uh, before the COVID, before the pandemic. Now we have over 400 agents now waiting on, on standby trying to get open houses and then the agents that do have the open houses even for their own listings are getting 20 to 30 people walking through like it's groups they're house parties now they're not open houses it's, anymore it's crazy so again guys if you're going to go in with an offer you either have to especially agents don't waste your time you know in this market don't waste your time i mean uh, yeah all of us want to try to get a deal done and we're hungry but at the end of the day um you're just going to be sh- shooting blanks basically if you don't have that pre-approval letter ready if they will if you know if your buyer is going to be playing games with the negotiation price and you're 30 to 40 50 thousand dollars off um you, you're not going to get that listing uh, in this market um and, and one last tip for you realtors out there know your new construction please know your new construction because that's where everything's heading at least down here in southwest florida and i'm sure around the country people are running out of inventory i know my parents are up in tennessee and and 
they were longtime real estate agents and they're like, the inventory is just as bad here as it is in Florida. So I know it's happening everywhere. So agents, please yep. do your reading up on new construction. Learn, learn your communities, figure out where they are, especially in Southwest Florida. You have to figure that stuff out. Make friends. Bring, with the, yep. bring with builders coffee and donuts. Do every, everything you got to do to, to get in good graces with these builders. Well, let's lead right in because this is exactly the discussion we're about to have with one of uh, Naples' finest. And we're going to play a little intro music for her today. And we're excited. This is... Uh, going to be awesome it's going to be knowledgeable you're going to get some good information good tidbits because she's on the ground floor she's in the trenches she understands it she gets it we're going to be interviewing today miss mj from toll brothers and she's got a, a great history here in the um in the city of naples and in collier county and and lee i'm sure that she's done a lot of stuff so let's let's dive right in MJ, thank you so much for making the time and thank you for coming on the podcast today because this, you know, Toll Brothers is no joke. That's a big deal. You know, you, it's country, it's, it's known worldwide. And uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on this awesome podcast. You guys are covering some really good stuff that all of us can learn from. Uh, Toll Brothers, well, if you don't know Toll Brothers, I think you've had your head in the sand because we're pretty big. Mm -hmm. We're a Fortune 500 builder across the, the country. I'm in about 206 different projects across the country. Wow. So that means I'm in high-rises in Manhattan to 10,000-square-foot homes in Vegas to here in Paradise in Naples. But uh, we are known for giving you a luxury home, but also giving you the opportunity to experience it when you want to spend a lot of money on it or you just want to come and experience what we give to you on a standard level mm -hmm. so i've been in naples 21 years uh, i have two amazing daughters i have a 20 year old and a nine-year-old i work every day pretty much for my shoe obsession and for my children so. <laughs> okay motivation yeah <laughs> yes that is my motivation so how did you get how did you get into this world um, so in the new home sales market, I've actually kind of been involved in it for almost 20 years that I've been here. I've been in luxury life care community environments. I've worked in resale as well. I've been director of sales and marketing for a couple of different builders, also some digital marketing. So I've kind of dabbled and jumped around a lot, but my passion has always been in new home sales and the environment that it brings and working with people whenever you get somebody in their home their home is their nucleus of their life. And mm -hmm. when you put them in the nucleus that makes them excited to come home every day, there really isn't anything else that can be more exciting to be a part of. Now, at a, at a, at a much younger age, was, was this kind of world something you were thinking about? Or did you have other plans in your head? Because I, I want to be no, a firefighter. Now no. I'm a real estate agent. Two different things. No. So, <laughs> so <laughs> that's interesting you said that. So when I was a little girl, I actually started modeling all over the world internationally, starting at like the age of seven. And I just figured that rock star lifestyle was going to follow me for the rest of my life. But then all of a sudden, you realize you have to get a big girl job. And be a big girl and put on, <laughs> put on your big girl panties and deal with it. So that's basically what I had to do. I um, went into a little bit of the financial industry and just kind of really fell into this. But I think it had a lot to do with when you recognize your strengths. And when you're a people person and you can relate to others, if you don't utilize that, um, then you're missing out because very few people have that gift. Mm -hmm. Some people are very analytical. Some people are very... Um, uh, 
extroverted or you're introverted, but when you're an extrovert like I am, you need to find something that you can be passionate about and make money doing it. Mm-hmm. See, I'm like really weird. I'm, I'm naturally an introvert. I like being by myself. I like everything, doing everything by my, I'll go to the zoo by myself. That's how much of an introvert I am, wow. but I'm really good at being an extrovert, which is weird because I like being an introvert, but I'm good at being an extrovert. So you've got like multiple personalities then. <laughs> I think so. I might have to see a doctor. I think so. <laughs> but, but you know, before all of this, I mean, I'm, I'm introverted. I, I like going to the bar, putting my headphones in and being left alone. But the, you don't do that in this business. Like no, real you. estate, you know, people are like, oh, you know, the podcast or, you know, the things that we've done um, and been a part of have been amazing. But I am an, I'm, I'm an introvert. I, I could sit in the dark in my room and just be left alone and just like turn the phone off, you know. But this is the business. This is what we're in. And this is, you have to be a people person. And real estate is a, a people person. You can't remove hum, humans from the, uh, human, from the equation. Yeah. Um, real estate transaction is very personable and it's business. And as we were walking in, actually, MJ, that was, that was extremely impressive today, by the way. <laughs> so, so first and foremost, everybody who's listening in, we literally walked in and she was selling she was closing on a deal and and uh, basically was like congratulations welcome to abaco uh i guess they they wrote, wrote you a check yeah. they they signed a contract and she's she's got them in so we know drinks on mj today and yep <clears throat> that's an easy one <clears throat> cheap beer <laughs> yeah no but um no that was very impressive i I, I like it you know coming this is actually the first time coming into this particular community and actually seeing the project and uh it's actually really nice. Tell us about this model that we're in okay. now. Okay. Well, so I'll give you a little bit about the community itself, okay. actually, because it's kind of very forward thinking, especially now since we're post-COVID. Mm-hmm. So I am in a half-mile loop, and what that consists of is 138 doorsteps when we're all done of attached villas. I have six different floor plans to choose from, but the biggest thing about this community is saying, yes, I want a villa lifestyle, but I still want to be able to go outside and enjoy the outdoor area. Yeah. So you can put a plunge pool in the back. You can put an outdoor seating area. You've got a very large backyard. So yes, you're a villa, but you're still living like a single family home. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have been on lockdown, unfortunately, especially in other areas of the country, and imagine living in a villa or a condo and your life ends at the end of your brick pavers or your porch area. But here you can create your own Caesar's Palace like you want in your backyard and enjoy that. So people are excited about that. But another thing forward thinking is we as a builder have come to decide and understand that there are people who want the Disney World experience in their backyard. And then there's some people that don't want that. And what I mean by that is they want the golf course and they want the uh, pickleball courts and the tennis courts and they want all of that and they're going to pay for it. Like when you go live in a resort or you go on a vacation, you're going to pay for it. But Mm -hmm. then there's other people who are, I don't want a high HOA, but I still want to be able to go to the pool or I want to go and hang out with my friends and the clubhouse, but I don't want all of the volleyball and the pickleball and the basketball. So this community features, let's keep it on a smaller level. Let's have our resort-style swimming pool. Let's entertain inside and outside, hot tub, fitness center, but all the other stuff we're not bringing into this community. So we're giving you an opportunity to say, you know what, I really want to keep my HOA fees down because I don't play tennis. Mm -hmm. So I can still enjoy a gated community and the experience of that type of community, but I don't have everything else. We offer that in other communities, but as a builder, you have to start to diversify if you're doing a gated community because some people don't want that 
in their backyard because then it just becomes a big landscaping fee every month. Their community looks amazing, but they're not using all of those amenities. So mm-hmm. excitedly, right as COVID hit, this builder was like, you know what? We're going to do a smaller environment, but we're also going to give you the opportunity to live in a villa, but have your Caesars Palace in the backyard if that's what you want. So we're selling like crazy because of that. And, and by the way, you're actually on one of the, the fastest growing areas, 951 and 111. Um, they've got what's called, the, I guess you would say, the New Mercado. The New Mercado Founder Square Fa- is Founder coming. Square. Build and it and they will come. And yes. It's, <laughs> and it's right here. And again, it's 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 affordable living outside of, you know, um, the, the, the well, it is Naples, but it's not the, the expensive stuff, as she was saying, that you, you might run into. Um, and you can get very affordable living out here. What are the, what are the HOA fees here? Okay, so the HOA fees are two fifty a month here. So that's going to give you your maintenance exterior of your home, access to the amenity center. You've got your gate in the front. But yeah, they're two fifty a month. We don't have a CDD. We're not in a flood zone, so we're actually a very affordable luxury in North Naples with an unbelievable amount of growth coming. Mercado number two, Founder Square. We're okay. even getting a Chick Fil A. Wow! I know. I I don't get it. Uh, you'll never talk to me and convince me to get. I I don't wait three lines around a building for a burger. I mean, it just doesn't. Even even Starbucks. I mean, they're jamming us up now on Pine Ridge Road, going into the plaza. You know, it's like for what? They are. It's so funny. I tell people, you know, if you want to find someone on a Saturday, you either go to seat to table or you go to Chick Fil A. Yeah. You're going to find whoever you're, who's missing. They're going to be in one of those lines. Wow. <laughs> and you know, you know what's funny about this area too is, I, so I grew up in North Naples, okay? Um, and if you went, if you took Mockley to 951 and you went past 951, it was, you were just four-wheeling out there. You, there was nothing out there. It was just woods. Very the rock true. quarry was right there. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And just to see the growth, um, you when know, I, from when I was in high school, early 2000s, to now, it's insane. It is insane. When I moved here in 2000, if you would have said, MJ, you're going to be working in this area, I would have said, well, is there a helicopter that's going to pick me up and drop <laughs> me out there? <laughs> and who's got the gators? Because they're obviously still running around. But the growth, we're landlocked in Naples. Yeah, We're cute. in paradise. There's really not anywhere else that you can go. So, did I, I, so, so, so did I miss it? Where Are you from up north? I'm originally from North Carolina. North Carolina. Yes, okay. I grew up in the Raleigh-Durham area. Um, you go moved, Duke. You were here, you were here <laughs> yeah. in, uh, you said 20. So I came down here in 2000. 2000. I okay. migrated down here from Charlotte. Okay. What, what brought you? Uh, my ex-husband actually. Okay. Yes. Uh, he was in the, he, and still is, uh, in the new home industry. He started out actually when Vineyards was kicking it and okay. then went down to Laley. And so, yeah, we're old school. We're wow. back when everything was Tuscan and, yeah. you know, now you got to detuscanize, but yeah. Everything's kind of like coastal Got to take the orange down a lot. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> the beige and the other beige. Yes, yes. So do you primarily work in just this community right now selling these homes or do you, are you, do you bounce around throughout the week or? So I stay in this community. Okay. I, my, my big brother, I work for new home star. So, what New Homestar is, it's actually brilliant for those of you who've never heard about New Homestar. It was founded in 2008 by our CEO, Dave Rice, who was boots on the ground, sold, and was a selling machine. And he saw, like a lot of us do, unfortunately, when you go into new home communities, you're dealing with uns 
seasoned and unprofessional salespeople who really have kind of been put into a position where they are almost model um, babysitters. Mm-hmm. And he saw that across the country and said, you know what, I think we can come up with better. I know what I'm doing. My team knows what they're doing. Let's form a company that's going to hire the best of the best, do an unbelievable amount of training and daily training and have an enormous support group across the country to send in the best of the best to go sell new homes for different builders. So you can find people like me who work for New Homestar with people in communities that would be a Pulte community or a, a DR Horton or what, whatever it is, but we come in and we bring in the best of the best and sales usually skyrocket within the first three months of our counterparts showing up and doing it. Now, do you, do you personally move around a lot or do you stay in the Southwest Florida area? So I stay in the Southwest Florida area. Um, I've been with a couple of different builders with New Homestar. Um, I would like to continue being in, in paradise, obviously. But if I were to go to Big Brother, New Homestar, and say, I'd really like to look at moving to Vegas or I'd like to look at you know an opportunity in Virginia, I have the opportunity to move with New Homestar and be put with another builder Anywhere in the country. Wow, that's, okay, that's, that's pretty, awesome. That's pretty cool. But I think, I mean, that, that that's awesome to have that ace in the back pocket. But I think right now, you know, with everybody being on lockdown, that is kind of like we're the only ones. We are the only ones. What's interesting, though, so we're open, obviously, Southwest Florida thriving, which is exciting and a blessing for all of us, obviously. Um, what you will see um, is that we are also new Homestar taking it and going above and beyond and training how to do virtual sales. Okay. And a lot of my uh, counterparts across the country are doing virtual sales and are selling virtually sight unseen because we have learned that the market has changed. For me, a blessing, and for you guys, a blessing. We're open, and we're able to go and experience it. Mm-hmm. But other places like Washington State, they're still on lockdown. So you've got to get creative. You got to start using every resource you can. You can't just sink with the ship. You've got to go above and beyond in, in today's market. Are you guys investing in, in, in any kind of technology? I, I mean, we've heard some things out there that like virtual. When we say virtual tours, but like you, you send them the goggles and mm-hmm. they get on. They can put it on and they can actually tour the home without actually being there. One hundred percent. Yes, it, we're doing that. I mean. I, I, for agents, even what I do being on site, if I don't have access, I have my own drone, but if I didn't have access to a drone, I'm going to find somebody who has access to a drone because I'm going to show them what it's like to leave their doorstep and how quick they can get to the beach from my community mm-hmm. because they can't visualize that unless you send them a video. So everything has to be very visual. When you look at what's going on in the world, it's our statistics say that over 90, 97% to 99% of people have already discovered you through online. Yeah, social. Social, your website, whatever. And if you are not in that mix, then you've missed the boat. So it's just, I, I talk to a lot of people about this. Uh, you know, I want you to put on your, your concept in your mind of, I am in the middle of Ohio. I'm snowed in. I live in an environment where I can't get out and I'm dreaming. What am I dreaming of? What does it look like? It looks like paradise. It looks like 
I'm going to the beach and I'm sitting on the beach in the middle of February and this is what my home looks like and this is what my lifestyle is. We have gone away from the selling the home. It's not selling a home, it's selling a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Lifestyle is primary, home is secondary. And if you don't embrace that as an agent, then you're missing the mark because it has become about lifestyle, not about the four walls that are around you, but what those four walls are going to bring to your life. That's yeah. that's something I preach a lot. And Sean's probably heard me say that a lot um, to other agents when I'm either training them or talking to them. Um, and I say, hey, look, this home, it's beautiful, right? It looks like Florida. It can be built anywhere in the world. Nobody's moving down here for the home. What are they moving down here for? We have the cleanest air. Um, in, in all of Florida, we have number one voted beaches all the time. Siesta Key is the only one that really competes with us on that kind of a level. Uh, we don't have pollution. You know, we don't have big factories all over the place. No matter where you're at in Naples, you're 20 minutes from the beach at a max, right? Unless you live all the way out in DeSoto, which is crazy because now you're seeing new builds go all the way out there. And when I was in high school, college, you didn't DeSoto. Whoa, you were hunting for alligators if you went that far <laughs> out. Um, you know, so it's it's... It's wild to see that stuff, right? Um, I have a quick question. So how has COVID affected? So for us, it shut down open houses, right? So how has COVID affected your your guys' home sales? Hasn't touched it. Uh, well, I, I can it's say that. Made it better, probably. It's made it better. Mm -hmm. But when we talk about the philosophy behind New Home Star, we basically, within the first two weeks, of COVID starting to shut down the country, our entire team in Chicago said, okay, how are we going to keep going? How are we going to equip our agents to be able to sell virtually? How are we going to equip our customers to still feel like they're going to be able to have a, a phenomenal experience the whole way through? So when it comes to other builders, I can't attest if it hurt their sales or not, but all of the um, companies that utilize New Homestar did not see uh, any sales drops. I mean, for me, in the height of COVID hitting, I, I, I it was like herding cats, literally. Mm. I mean, you'll hear me say that a lot. I herd cats all day long. Focus, focus, focus. But within four months, I sold, uh, God, uh, 27 homes in four months in the height of COVID. But it was pulling out that drone. It was getting pictures together and, and knowing how to talk someone through what it looks like to live, you know, virtually. And yeah. you can still achieve this and, and own this, even though you can't get on a plane to come and see it right now. And that was, I think, the main thing you had to do, which was adapt, because it was crazy for everybody. Everybody had to go virtual and figure it out, right? Which leads back to what you said before, you're selling a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Home can be built anywhere. What you're selling is all those beautiful things Southwest Florida has to offer, plus the freedoms to be able to go out and do stuff. I, I couldn't think about like, my last four deals have been people from New York, Boston, LA, Chicago. And they're like, you know, all restaurants are shut down, but they said we can eat our steak outside in 20 degree weather. And I said, well, I don't, <laughs> or, or, or how, in how a, about you come a, down here? Shelter built, a built shelter. Yeah. And so that's, that's all I'm seeing is people saying we did this for a year. We're yeah, done. Exactly. We're, we're so coming down now. If you, if, as an agent, you haven't in the last couple of months FaceTimed someone and walked with your phone through the community or shown what it's like to pull up to the beach or shown what it looks like to go shopping here, then you are missing the mark mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I've closed a lot of homes by just saying, you know what, let's take a walk from where your doorstep would be. I want to show you how long it's going to take you to take a walk down to the pool area with your dog and what you're going to look at as you're walking to the pool area. 
So you have to go above and beyond. And, and it's no longer about selling the home. It's about selling the lifestyle. COVID had a lot to do with that because people want a change in their life now. So, so we've had, we've had some um, agents that have had some concerns, some of the top producers in the, in the area actually, and, and they've shared some information with us. And some of them say that this is reminiscent of some things that happened in 08, 09, but it got to a point where there was so low, so, so much, it, the inventory was so low that builders didn't appreciate real estate agents and that they started cutting commissions and the houses are basically selling themselves. What, if anything, do you see different now? I mean, is what's the commission structure like for another agent to bring you in a, a, um, a potential buyer? Um, and if you have any advice for us agents. Uh, Absolutely. So Toll Brothers, we're still at 3%, and I don't see us changing that. Um, what I can see is if I have a relationship with a real estate agent and we've gotten to know each other, even if you haven't brought business to me yet, but if you've shown interest in learning about the product and really wanting to partner, then if I were to drop my, my, what I'm going to pay you as a, as a builder, I'm going to go back and I'm going to fight with my director and say, listen, you know, this is a real agent who isn't just picking someone up from the airplane and just going to show them around on a quick Disney world tour that, I mean, you, Mm -hmm. If you're not making relationships with people who are on site, you're missing the mark because you you can't no longer are the days where people are just blindly writing a check and just grabbing whatever they can. They value what their money means to them. And it's up to you and I as an agent to take your buyer through the best and most seamless process where they're counseled, they're not sold. And I'll give you an example. I see it all the time. So we have these young, excited agents. And I don't mean young as an age. I mean young as an I've just gotten started. So mm-hmm. first thing I see is I, they roll in and they've got flip-flops on and they've got like a T-shirt on. they got shorts on. And they bring their customer in and they don't introduce their customer. They just kind of stand back. And I start asking questions to the agent and the agent doesn't know the answers as in how many bedrooms, where do they want to be? What do they want to do? It literally just happened. I have two examples over the past seven days that has happened. First example was got a gentleman comes in he's got a couple that are only in town for the week. They want to make their decision. And we were like the third stop on their, their list. Okay. So that's the first thing. Third stop. That's not a good thing. You don't ever say that. In front yeah. of, you know, oh, well, you're, on a, you're on a tour? Okay, great. Here, here's your Disney ears and go on. No, don't <laughs> tell me that you just, you know, you're our third stop for the day. Um, what I saw was, you know, I started talking about the community. I started talking about what's coming and the amenities. And I said, well, tell me, how do you envision living in your home? What do you want to do? And they said, well, we want to get up in the morning, have our coffee, and then we want to grab our tennis rackets, and we want to go play tennis because we love to play tennis. Mm. And I said, well, have you thought about where you want to play tennis? They said, well, we want to do it in in this community. And I said, well, I don't have tennis courts in this community. And the lady turned and looked at the agent and said, "Um, I thought you knew what we're looking for. Wow. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) So those simple questions can easily be covered over a cup of coffee in the morning before you get in the car or even on a conversation over the phone, just getting to the bottom of that. And then I had another customer who, um, when we go to contract, 
um, I had already had a conversation with them about, you know, do you have a preferred lender? Do you have, are you going to be cash or finance? Do you have somebody that you like to say, yeah, we, you know, we have a lender that we're looking at, but we're open for anything. But when we go to contract, the agent was shocked when they said, well, we're looking to do a hundred percent financing. So those are conversations that I see that happen in front of me that should never have happened until you have had an opportunity to get to know each other as a customer and as the agent. Right. And I, I like how you said that as I don't look at it as being a salesperson. I look at it as being a counselor. There's a huge difference between the two because if someone's flying down from, let's say, New York, right, and they want to come into Abaco and they want to look at this property, obviously they're interested in buying, right? So you don't need to sell them on anything. You just need to educate them. Whereas being a counselor is more, I'm going to educate you about our product, what we have, and you make the decision instead of, hey, you know, sign this. Let's reg- get your registry. Let's let's get you, a, you know, let's get that deposit right away. And this is going to be great for you. It's going to be beautiful, lakes, and and it, it, it's great, right? Whereas like agents for us, um, like me, I know when I have showings the next day, I'm up until like two in the morning, pacing pacing my place, reading every little thing I can about that community. I and I even will get there early and drive the community and make sure, okay, this is where the pool's at, this is where the tennis court's at. Yeah. Do some more quick reading, and then as soon as they pop out, you're supposed to be the one talking to the the salesperson, or as I like to call it now, the counselor. Um, and I've seen that too, where, and I've heard those stories where agents walk in there and then they they look over at their 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 buyers and they, I don't know, you answer these questions, I don't know. This and that's this, not good. Not, <laughs> see, no, see, and this uh, and that's the problem, right? And this is what we were talking about not too long ago, where there's over two hundred thousand agents in the state of Florida, and actually we are uh, we have the highest uh, population of real estate agents because it's fairly easy to get your license in, in in Florida and actually be excited about it because everybody wants to focus on the success stories. It's okay to be positive and focus on the, the success stories, but what they don't teach you, and especially in the the you know, even in our education, they say, hey, look, we teach you what you need to know to pass the exam. Mm-hmm. But we're not, you're not going to use 90% of this on an actual real estate transaction. And I think that kind of goes back to like um, the, these agents, they get excited, like MJ would pointed out, um, and they don't know the questions to ask. And I have agents that reach out to me all the time and they're like, well, um, what, you know, what, 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 how should I handle it? The cool thing is that they reach out to me so I can mentor a little bit and give them some feedback from my experience. However, like you said, they just, sometimes they just show up and then they're like, all right, okay. But you got to, some of them are so afraid to ask. They're afraid to talk about commission. They're afraid mm-hmm. to talk about um, price points, how much their, their clients are willing to put down. They're afraid to talk and ask questions. And, and that's what gets you in trouble because that's when you, you end up, uh, it's better to ask a dumb, and it, they're not even dumb questions. I told somebody the other day, I'm like, hey, she's like, I'm never going to ask you another thing again. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm like, look, ask. You should ask because if you, you're going to put yourself in a position where you might make a big mistake and it's better to, to, to know and ask questions than, uh, than to not and then get caught with your pants down. You and every, every builder and counselor I've ever called for five minutes, they've never and rude to me because we all have the same goal. We're trying to help people with the Florida lifestyle, right? Moving down here. Absolutely. Just it's, a, it's a simple sentence, but it goes a long way. If an agent and it says, may I have your permission to ask you some questions, it will help me navigate through what you're looking for a lot easier. Yeah. Do you have a pet? Do you have, you know, does it need to be com- uh, a 
a gated community, tennis courts, bocce court. Are you looking mm-hmm. for this? How far from the beach? Um, two floor. Are you okay with being on the, uh, having two floors? It's a, you know, there's so many different questions to ask, but at the same time, if you don't ask these questions, you're wasting a lot of your time and possibly the other agent and the buyer's time and the seller's time. You're wasting so much energy and time when you could just get it done all up front. And then if something sophisticated comes in, like, Hey, is this on, you know, this kind of water or, I don't even know what else. Um, is there a lake in the back with a fountain? I, I don't know, but <laughs> it's just very simple. It's it, it. I practice role playing all the time, right. mm-hmm. and I have people that I say, "Okay, today you're going to be a grumpy person who has a lot of money, or you're going to be a person who I can't get answers from, or you're going to be that family." And so let me go back and forth and get those answers but don't make it easy for me Mm -hmm. so the more role-playing that you do the easier it becomes to start asking people questions and just like you would with your brother or your sister or your your cousin you're just you're just chit-chatting getting to know one another but when you do that and you come to me as an on-site salesperson then I'm going to be able to navigate you a lot quick, quicker as well because I know my community. Mm-hmm. It's your job to know all of Naples. Right. And it's mm-hmm. my job to know my community and if it's the right fit for you and for your customer. Right. And so go, to, to add on to that, um, basically, look, and I tell the agents to keep your showings under 15 a day. Don't go, I mean, even 15 is a stretch, but you, you start to water down and, and they're going to forget things and, and certain things. And that's where it becomes complicated, right? Because if an agent goes in, he's got 15 listens that he, gotta, he, has to, or he or she has to prepare for the night before, they're not going to know everything. And by the way, they're not even going to try to sell the property. They're going to say, as soon as somebody complains about the way the lighting comes in, rather than adding something, well, you could probably add some shades there, a little cosmetic change here for a couple hundred dollars, blah, blah, blah. Let me get with my contractor. They'll say, oh, let's just go down the road to the next one and X that one off the list. And this is just, it's not a way to do it. You, you obviously want to save yourself time, your client time by just having answers and having solutions ready to go. Um, but nobody can expect you to remember everything, but as MJ was pointing out, like get the expert that's inside of the community. Absolutely. And then another question, another thing, if you have 15 showings that day, even if I, so I have six different floor plans. But one of the best things I do when I finish up with a floor plan showing it, I will ask the customer, if there was anything you could change about this house, what would you change to make it fit what you're looking for? And that's going to guide you to the next step. Man, that's a nugget. And so I have a question for you. And this one is a little bit more on, um, it's just on a painful side because we've seen so many agents that uh, I know one in particular that sticks out. I know several actually in particular, but one of them was very painful. Because again, afraid to have their buyers because they're their friends or their relatives sign a broker buyer agreement. You're shooting and, yourself in the foot, right? And so they're they're like, oh, they're my friend, blah blah blah. Well, I had one that uh, she had been showing this her friend around for three or four months, and there was a Sunday in particular where she couldn't. She the the lady wanted to see a uh, new construction home, and she's like, I can't. I have an emergency because her her family member was in the hospital, and she's like, I can't do it. The lady went on her own. The builder was there and was like, hey, I'll sell it to you for this price. You cut out your real estate, your agent. So what can agents do? And yeah, obviously that was heartbreaking for her. She was devastated. She spent all the time, you know, money driving around, showing her properties for months. And then this lady went and made a deal overnight uh, without her. 
what what can agents do to one protect themselves with builders? Um, and then is there anything that Toll Brothers does different? If for some reason, let's say a client is driving down the road and they are on their way to Publix and they decide to pull into Abaco over here, but their agent has been working with them for so long and they decide to not discuss that. Okay, so the first thing is if you have had your conversations with your person that you're working with, you will already know the type of communities that they're looking at purchasing in, correct? Mm -hmm. If you've done your homework. So first of off, if they haven't even gotten off the plane yet, but you've had that conversation with them, you need to text me, call me, or email me and say, hey, listen, I got Mary Jo coming in in the next couple of weeks, or she may come in early. Can you do me a favor and just jot this name down? Here, why don't I give you the phone number? Why don't I give you the email address? You can go ahead and send her some preliminary information. As an agent, when you have your conversation with your person, you can say, listen, I've already got some ideas. I'm going to have them send you some information. So first of all, you and I are already on the same page. Mm-hmm. Secondly, you need to get in contact with your on-site salesperson, make sure they have the information. But you, as for me, I have a lot on, I'll give you, let me back this up on a Saturday, for example, I will have at least 50 to 75 people that will come through my sales center in one day. Wow. It's a lot. It's a lot. Okay. So there's a likelihood that there are going to be people that are being represented by agents Mm -hmm. that are coming to see me. And when I'm managing that many people, it's very difficult for me to make sure that I know that they're being represented by an agent. If you have a relationship with your buyer, then you will know if they've gone somewhere. You will know if something has happened. As a builder and you and I have a relationship and I see that you have that relationship with your client, if they came in without you, but the next day you call me and we have that conversation or within a week, I'm going to protect you. But when they come in and they write a contract, I'm going to ask them, are you working with an agent? And if they say no, there's nothing, if they don't mention you, but as a, as a person that I respect what you do, I'm going to ask them, are you working with anyone? Because I owe that to you because you probably have spent some time with them, but it's up to you to have that relationship with your customers or not. But when I have that many people that come through on a daily basis, I mean, it's a, it's, it's two o'clock on a Wednesday and it's in the middle of February, and today I've already had two contracts, and I've already had 12 people come through, mm-hmm. and I'm here by myself. So does that, that kind of gives you an idea when you are on site with new home sales, especially in high season, it is like herding cats. Right. That's not being mean. It's just it's easier for people to come and see me than for them to call up their agent and say, hey, I want to go take a look at some houses today. They are, they're driving down the street. They're going to see the table to go have a drink. And they're like, oh, let's pull in and see what Toll Brothers is offering today. So you have to have a relationship with your customers to protect yourself. A.K.A. get a buyer broker agreement, Absolutely. ladies and gentlemen. Yes. We, we just had one. We actually preached this for a long, the, as long as we could remember. And, and it happened to another gentleman of ours. And same thing, guy flew into town. He showed him a bunch of properties. He wrote up an offer on one, and I think it fell through. Um, and then that weekend, he was like, hey, I'll put together another list. We'll, we'll get together on Monday, and we'll, we'll go write it out. The guy went on a Saturday or Sunday, found a, another home on his own, and the agent refused. He, he was nervous. He didn't want him to sign this agreement. And the guy went and he was like, oh, you're, we're already on a contract on another. Mm-hmm. So 
guys, you, you have to protect yourselves. You know, real estate's like anything else. It's business. All right. It's, uh, you, you're working. Um, yes, it's entrepreneurial and you get up and you do what you, you do what you need to do, but you have to explain to people like, Hey, I'm going to be doing this and this and this for you. I'm going to be doing the negotiations. I'm going to be marketing for you. I'm going to be driving around. I'm your guy or girl. I'm, I'm going to be there for you. I'm going to get you the best deal at the best price in the best place. And we're going to not stop until we find you your dream home. That's why you're signing this buyer broker agreement. Hey, and if you're not happy with me in three months, that's when the expiration date is. You are more than welcome at that time to go and find somebody else if you think that I'm, I'm not doing it for you. So, so get that done. Um, let's I would, talk. I would highly suggest that. Yeah. Yes. yes. And, and reach out to MJ and, yes. and, and come check out this community. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's, what's so, okay. So we're in, we're in Abaco here now. Um, uh, it seems fairly new. I mean, there's not, there's, there's a lot of, you know, there's a few new houses here and there. What, uh, what's the, what's, what is this model called and what's the price point for something okay. like this? So this is my Heron. This is my smallest floor plan that I offer. It is a two bedroom but it's going to give you a lot of opportunity for entertainment space. So what we did in this community is we said, okay, we really want to have the opportunity for someone to come in and say, I want to be between 380 and 400, or I could go all the way up to over $600,000 and add the Scarlett O'Hara staircase and like glide down the stairs and make it, you know, amazing. That's a two-story? That's a two-story. So I have two two-story plans, and the rest of them are going to be one-story. But we have the opportunity for two-bedroom. Then we go up to two-bedroom plus flex space. For those of you that don't know what flex space is, it's fun terminology that says you have the flexibility to turn it into whatever you want when you build. Do you want it to be another bedroom? Do you want it to be man cave, she shed, the dog's room, whatever it is? That's what flex space means. But you could literally just put mirrors all up in there and just flex in there. You can flex. Literally it. make it the flex. Space. Yeah, but yeah, that's, <laughs> if that's what you want to do with it, Rick. Whatever you do behind your if doors you were a body is builder, your business. If you were a bodybuilder, that'd be a great room to have. A couple, couple more dumbbells for you, Rick. And it would be a shoe room for me. So yeah. you have your flex space. I got my shoe room. There you go. All right. What kind of shoe? What's your favorite shoes? Oh, it depends on the day and the outfit. I mean, I could go from Target to Ferragamo's. It's just what calls my name when I walk down the street and says, take me home. And you order them online, right? <laughs> you know, I'll do it both, actually. Where, oh. where else can you get anything from in here? Well, I mean, you Waterside can, Well, you can go to Waterside. I mean, it just, but you, I'm, a lot of this has to do with pre-COVID when we could actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, I spent a lot of time in New York. So my last big girl job before I went back into this was I was uh, international digital marketing agency, so I spent time in New York, and I flew back and forth every other week. So I know where to go and find the goods in New York City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want to get some good shopping done, we can burn that town down. Isn't it Fifth Avenue though? Isn't yeah, that the thing? Yeah, yeah. Well, but you also go to China and you know little little Italy, and you know go in the back rooms and in Chinatown. where they pull you off the sidewalk and show you, you know, they're not Louis Vuittons, they're Louis. I've I've, I've actually never been to New York but actually now because of this I I have no desire to go Mm, Uh, give it a little bit of time yeah they gotta get this they gotta get this kind of under control and and moving on but you know leases I mean so we just heard something the other day which was pretty crazy it's something that uh, is fairly new that investors are actually now they changed their director their um, attention towards hotels and motels mm-hmm. and they're turning them into apartment complexes yep. makes perfect sense and that's that's pretty interesting to think about you know and especially in like places like new york etc if they can't get people to 
to stay and things have definitely changed they have and and knowing that market i mean take for instance when you talk about new home sales or guiding your customer to a new home versus a pre-existing home there are reasons why you would do that mm-hmm. um and knowing your customer so take for instance for agents that are working with first-time home buyers we do have first-time home buyers in the Fort Myers area. Obviously, there's some here in the Naples. But when you talk about working with someone at a certain price point, you want to put them with a new home builder because I have incentives. I help pay for your closing costs. Mm, let's talk about it. Yeah. 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 So, so, so I'll give you a scenario. Okay. So let's say you're... Um, we have a police officer and a teacher, all right, and they're they're going to buy their first home together, and they're you know in the Naples market, or they're up in Gateway or something like mm. that. So, logistically, when it comes to finances, do they have a lot of liquid to pay for things that could occur within a home? They usually don't. They are price sensitive. So when you go into a new home, you have a new roof, you have a new AC, you have new everything. You don't have the scenario where you're going to have to pull out an extra seven to $10,000 to go and replace an AC because it just burnt out, all right? right? Or you don't want to go and get a credit card with a high interest rate. So when you come to me, I'm giving you a brand new home. I'm giving you closing costs the majority of the time, and you and I both know closing costs has nothing to do with the equity of your home. It is the cost of doing business. So it's like taking seven, ten, twelve thousand dollars and lighting it on fire and saying, "Thank you, I appreciate it," <laughs> but you're not you're not going to get it back, are you? Nope, right? Nope. So when you look at a down payment and closing cost. Then if I take some of that away because I have incentives as a builder, that's going to help you get your customer closer to buying than them saying, well, I got to save up another $10,000. Then you're also looking at when you get into a new home, everything is new. So if you're working, you got a bunch of kids and all of a sudden the refrigerator goes out or you got a leak in the ceiling or things like that happen, the likelihood of that happening in a newer home, a brand new home, is not going to be that significant. And you as an agent can and can talk to your client and say, listen, save up money. Everything in your house is new. You've got a good cushion amount of time. Why don't you put some money into a maintenance fund and put it into it every single year? So when that does happen a couple of years from now, then, you know, I've got, I've got that savings right there. Plus they're going to pay for you to close and they have on-site lending. So you're going to be able to experience that. So those are things to look at as an agent. If you're working with a first time buyer, I have an agent, I worked for a builder before this that dealt with first time buyers and she made a fortune in the two hundred to three hundred thousand dollar home sales, because she understood what it looked like, and so she started to infiltrate into, oh, I'm going to go talk to the teachers. You know, I'm going to go and bring in coffee and donuts during the teachers' um, you know breakfast, right. and teach them about how they can get into a home. And then I'm going to go talk to these group and this group. So just because you might be in a market like we are, where we're at least a half a million dollars and above, does not mean that you still can't look at that in the same way right for the Mm -hmm. naples market and then when you deal with someone who is out of state what does it look like if they're going to come in 
and have a home that has a roof that's older or that has an AC. I mean, there's, there's things like that to think about. How easy is it going to be for them to manage an older home if they're still half in Chicago and they're half here. Right. So those are things to look at. And that's where you have those conversations with your customer about how do you see yourself living? What is going to be important to you? That is why new home sales is usually going to trump a pre-existing home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I can see from this one why it would. Well, yep. thank you. It's gorgeous. <laughs> I know. So what, 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 what exactly does the community of Abaco offer? Okay, so I offer location, first off. So for those of us who have lived in Naples, understand how awesome it is to live near Mercado or Fifth Avenue or Third, where you could walk home. You don't always have to Uber after your second glass of wine. You will pay for that. So when I talk about Founder Square that's coming right down the street, that's going to basically fuel that fire of, oh, I can get up in the morning and take Fido for a walk and go get a Starbucks cup of coffee. Or mm-hmm. I can go and watch the game and have a drink in the afternoon or ha- whatever have you. I'm also giving you a community that does not have a CDD. We all know about CDDs. Um, no matter how well you describe it. it for, for, just, for, for those of us who don't. Ah, okay. So the be- so it's, it's basically like this. The, the best way for me to describe it, especially to my customers who come in. And so years ago when black oil was spewing up out of the ground and everybody had to move to Florida to get it, and it was called sunshine. Um, so basically it's paying the state back. The builder can get a grant or loan from the state to come in and do the underlayment of a community. So that's your roads, that's your sewer, that's everything, and that costs millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, we live in an awesome state. Florida says, well, you know, we'll help you. We'll help you pay for that, but you got to pay it back. So that gets pushed to homeowners to pay back. So you could have a CDD of $200 a year or a CDD of a thousand or 5,000 or whatever, but it's basically taking care of all the stuff that you take for granted that you didn't know that had to be paid for. So as toll brothers, we say no to CDDs. So you don't, we pay for everything that you see around here. And we put that into the cost of your home, into the cost of the community, instead of passing it down as a separate bill that you would have to pay separately back to the state. So that is what a CDD is. It's basically just paying the loan back to the state. Then, as we all know, in the state of Florida, the majority of the state is flood zone. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Pretty the, much the whole state. The whole state, <laughs> yes, pretty much. So when you find a place that does not require flood insurance, you kind of want to do a little happy dance. So we are in a no flood zone. So no CDD, no flood zone. HOAs that are 250 and location and price point, for me, gentlemen, it's a no-brainer. Gated community. Does it come with a gym? Yes, fitness center. Fitness center, gym, mm-hmm. uh, you said resort-style pool? Resort-style swimming pool. You can float all day, and then you can marinate in vodka in the pool all day and, you know, just uh, live that Florida lifestyle. Marinate in vodka. Yes. Got to marinate all day. That's what we do in Florida in the sunshine. Absolutely. So I got I got a question. It might be, it might be a little <clears throat> off-topic, but I know you're, you're a very knowledgeable person, so you'd know about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so building out in the estates. Oh, I agents, did that. 
agents don't really know much about DEP reports. Oh, and gosh. they don't understand how to go about it. And they wait two weeks into the process no. to get it done. And then deals fall through. And so, so explain DEP reports yes, to those agents out there that are listening so and how they work and okay. what you're supposed to do. So the, the builder I was with before, we built out in Golden Gate. Um, for those of you that don't know Golden Gate, it's the last place that you can actually paint your house purple and have goats. But you can also have an estate, whatever it is you want. So um, there are t- there's a myth out there that you can get a quick study done of a lot and that you can build on it because of that quick study. No, a DEP. So the Department of Environment of environmental protection agency so they send people out basically that have their little badge of honor that says that they work for the state and they come and they study your lot to see if it's deemed wetlands or dry land you can have wetland and you can have dry land all in the same acreage you cannot build until you have an actual DEP report done a DEP report takes a minimum of 100 days for it to actually start from one to the, from the beginning to the end, and it is stamped by the state, and it is what you have to take to the county to have something built on it. If you, as an agent, are looking at a piece of land for someone to build on, and it does not have a DEP report already done on it, please do not look at that lot, because more than likely it means it is wet. What most people don't understand is if you come in and you build on a wet lot, wherever there is a structure that has not been built up can still go underwater. So your driveway can still be underwater. You can put a pool in a wetland area and your pool pops up out of the ground because it's in a wetland area. So that's the fun part about building in Golden Gate is understanding it can happen, but sometimes you got to bring in a lot of dirt to make it happen. So I get very costly, very expensive. Very, very. I got costly. one right now that I don't even know why I put it on the MLS. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's got the DEP report. It's got the, it's got the you know, but uh, the, what the guy wants for it versus what it. Now, are they able to pull dirt from? I guess the back, but you, you can't do that no more. You have to get it perm. You have to get a permit uh, to do that. And then you also have to bring the dirt in. Yes. So basically the way that it works mathematically. All right. So don't, don't, I'm doing public math, but don't quote me on it. Um, This is how it goes. So you get a lot and let's say it's the typical golden gate lot. So it's like 70 feet across, 75 feet across, 660 deep. It's like mm-hmm. a bandaid, right? Yep. So if you are wet, you have to bring in dump truck loads. Every single dump truck load of dirt has to be fresh dirt that's brought up from the Alico area. Every single dump truck is between 500 to $700 per dump truck load. So a normal home being built, you're going to bring in anywhere between 25 to 45 to maybe 50 dump truck loads of dirt for that size lot because you have to bring your home back a minimum of 120 feet. Okay, so when you're on a dry lot, you've got normal circumstances. When you're in a wet lot, you're doubling that amount of of dump truck loads of dirt that are clean, filled dirt. So you could actually be upside down in the equity of your home because you spent so much prepping the lot just to be able to be on that acreage. Now, is there a certain amount that has to be dry on that lot where the other part can be wet, but you can still build? Because agents don't really know about that. I thought it was 50%. It has to be, yeah, usually. 50%. 50%. And then it's got to be usually in in the front. I think um, it's usually in the front. That's where they prefer. Most builders prefer to do that. But, you know, 
you just have to educate your buyer about it because what you will see is when you have a buyer who's coming out of the Golden Gate area, yeah, we've got that Band-Aid lot and people are really excited because they're like, oh, we're going to have acreage. And then they go and they put this house and they have a clearance of 10 feet between themselves and their neighbor. You can't drive a a car down the side you can't bring your rv you can't back your boat because in collier county you have to have a minimum of 75 feet between the septic and the well so the septic has to be on one side of your home and the well has to be on the other side of your home so you're going to drive over your well or you're going to drive over your septic and you're Mm going to crush it so if you're planning on using the back part of your acreage of your home that involves something heavy going over it you're going to crush it so you can't do the normal 1.14 acre. You got to do one and a half. You got to do 1.75 so you can actually drive down the sides and not crush stuff. So it's hairy, scary. I, I mean, I, 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 I sold a heck of a lot of the homes out there. I did it for over a year and I've rocked it. But what I saw was a lot of agents trying to get involved in the Golden Gate acreage concept and they're clueless mm. and they have no idea. And their customers are so frustrated and upset because they're thinking they're going to have an easy experience. It is not an easy experience to build and sell in Golden Gate. Yeah, and that's, that's pretty much the swamp out there. That's why. Is. That's why in high school we only went out there to four wheel. <laughs> <laughs> There's, I mean, but you know, if you if you want to take the time to educate yourself, you'll kill it in Golden Gate. Mm-hmm. But you got to understand the setbacks and what it takes to turn a lot into a dry lot, and what it's like dealing with permitting. I mean, permitting is a whole other. Uh, that's a whole other beast to tackle in Collier County, unfortunately. And they're they're behind too right now. Significantly, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's still a paper society. Or Collier County. So, and with COVID, things that come in that are on a piece of paper have to basically sit in a bin and decontaminate before someone else can touch it. So, that's pushing more things back. Mm. Um, and that has a lot to do with why people are buying new versus getting something pre existing. Because if you're going to come in and gut your kitchen, it's not going to be a really quick, easy process. Your contractor is ready to go. It's not the contractor, it's the permitting right, right. now to get it to take to, yeah. to actually happen. So that's another thing. As an agent, talk to your clients about that. Are you happy with the way that this pre-existing home feels for the next year? Because it may not be until a year from now before you can come in and make those changes that you're wanting. So basically what you're saying is get with MJ. Come out here, grab something new. (laughs) It always comes back to education. The more you educate yourself, the better better. you're going to be at I mean, I mean, any business you, I mean, you get into, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, she's super knowledgeable. So this 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 model that we're in now is, okay, if I wanted to sign a contract with you and you to, for you to say congratulations right now, 400? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to go with a zero lot premium, then yeah, let's, let's, let's be realistic. I'm going to put you at about 400 and that's before you come in and add any of the frosting. Okay. So, so does it come with the pool? And the f- no, the pool is extra. So uh, yes. So we have Toll Brothers goes above and beyond with our standard features. But when you build with Toll Brothers, we are one of the few builders out there where you do actually work with a designer to design the inside of your home. So you're not going to walk in and say, here's package A, B, C, and D. And okay. you know, you get to choose white or great. No. If you want to have a custom closet system, if you want to have, um, you know, gourmet kitchen, whatever it is that you want, you name it. Like I said, if you want to have the Scarlet O'Hara staircase where you come and you glide down it, we'll put that in your home. I got to see that because I don't think I've seen that. (laughs) It's pretty amazing. So that's that's actually really cool. So uh, technically, because, you know, uh, in a lot of these communities in the HOAs, it's very cooker 
cookie cutter, but this, that, that offers an option to where it's not so much. I think that's really cool. It I like does. That. Uh, we have a significant amount of buyers that come from other areas of the country that are in Toll Brothers communities, and they come directly. They get off the plane. They say, we're here. We know what we already have. We want it again down here. So okay. a lot of Toll um, fan club. So what's next for MJ in the next five to ten years? What do you where do you see yourself? Um, I see myself still involved in new construction, but I think I'd really like to see myself involved in sales, but also a lot of of um, mentoring. Okay. Um, you know, I think our industry as real estate agents needs it. We there is a massive amount of education of how to give the best process to your buyer. I think a lot of people come into the concept that, that being a real estate agent is easy and you're going to get big paychecks and you're, you know, no, it has nothing to do with that. I have the utmost respect for the general real estate agent who's out there and who's making it happen because it's not easy. Um, but I also see there there will be a huge divide i think is going to come over the next several years of people are finding things online people are moving towards being self-sufficient and only the best and the most dedicated in resale sales are going to survive so either you're going to get on the boat or you need to get off the boat when it comes to new home sales it is 100% about a concierge style environment I'm here to provide a concierge-style experience for your buyer because they can easily go to any other community, and they do. Mm-hmm. So I am here to help give them the best experience and show them how much we appreciate them actually doing business with us because um, they could go across the street. They can go to a different area. They're shopping. If you think that your customer isn't shopping, you are sadly mistaken. And I have a, I have a uh, one last kind of wrap up question for you. Zillow just turned into a brokerage in all fifty states in the last two weeks. What 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 is your take on that? Well, I knew that it was probably going to come. Right, and it was going to happen. Um, because people, so you have. I'm coming at this from digital marketing. My background before this in digital marketing. Um, and everything is easily accept, accessible by people now. If you want to learn something, I mean, if you want to self-diagnose yourself for a brain tumor, you can do that, right? Yeah, pretty okay. much. Okay, all right. <laughs> Got everything. So you, we, go to, we see doctors online now. Um, so when you have the opportunity to understand that either you get on the boat and you shine and you become digitally enhanced however you can to stay in front of people, then you're going to be able to compete with Zillow or any of the others. But if you think that you can sit back and just do it the way it used to be done or that it's going to be easy or I'm going to ride on somebody's coattails, it's not like that anymore. You have to be technologically involved, advanced. You have to be a concierge-style person. I'll give you the last example of that. So I had a gentleman come in about three weeks ago. And he was from one of the northern states, and we were about to wrap up his contract. And I said, well, so so, what are you going to do for the rest of the day? I know you're jumping on a plane in a little while. And he's like, well, i got to go over. i got to get my Rolex worked on. I said, hold on. I said, tell me about your Rolex. He told me. And I said, okay. And I jumped on my phone, and I called over to Rolex, and I called one of my contacts over there. I said, I'm sending a guy over. Make sure you take good care of him. 
And that's the concierge style that people expect and want in this community and across the country, actually. Mm -hmm. So if you come to the area and you just got off the plane, first thing I'm going to ask you is, what do you like to eat? If you tell me you like oysters, I'm going to say you need to go to Sea Salt. They have an amazing tree of oysters that you can dine around the world. Or if they say, you know what, I really need, my nails look bad, I need to go, and I'm going to say, okay, do-do-do-do, I'm going to call. So you need to start acting that way. That's the only way that you're going to beat Zillow. And that's the funny thing because we always have those jokes. It's like I'm the I'm the uh, marriage counselor. I'm the weatherman. Yeah. I'm the you know this person. I'm the concierge. I'm the this. I'm the that. Real estate agent. That's that's really what it is. Again, you, it's, guy, a, it's, a, yep. it's a personable business, and you have to be personable, and and you have yeah. to think outside of the box. It's not just you go and do something. You got three showings today. Go and show the properties, and then disappear. You you have to think outside of the box. If they say something like she was just mentioning, oh, I'm hungry. Oh. I know a good spot or what, what is it that you like? What is it, you know, where, where can we go? I know this great spot. And by the way, there's this entertainment that's going on here at Hertz arena. This, you know, blah, blah, blah. I can get you, um, uh, tickets or I can, you know, uh, take you here or there. You want to pet a dolphin? You know what I mean? So it's, it's going that route. It's 100%. And then for those agents, a lot of people think that it's very easy on site sales. Well, it can be easy as in, I just sit back and wait for for people to walk through my door but it's those of us who go above and beyond that go to every single networking event and who are involved in the community and who are out there. Those are people like me where your sales skyrocket because you, go, I don't know, I got invited a couple, we all know Patrick Dearborn, yeah, yeah. he's you know, legend in the industry, Stan Whitcomb, all of them. They said, listen, we go to this Cars and Coffee every Tuesday morning at Ultimate Garages. And I'm like, well, what am I going to get out of that? I said, well, just come. So I go, and what do I get? I get investors who I stand next to who are like, well, you know, I got a couple hundred extra thousand dollars. I don't know where to put them. I'm like, well, put them in my buildings. Yeah. Come buy. And mm-hmm. they come and they buy. Or you go to networking events. I yeah. mean, so you, you got to move and you got to shake and you got you to gotta get out of that comfort zone. And it's, and it's a lot, guys. I mean, you, you, you know, we, we talk about open houses a lot because that's our, our thing. But, uh, you, you know, it's a lot of cleaning after showings. It's a lot of staging. It's a lot of sometimes you got to get with the lawn, you know, not here because it's already automatic in the HOA. But if you're doing residential resale, you have to make sure that the uh, the landscaping's done well. You have good curbside appeal. If something needs painting, you got to do that. You get, so it just turns into this thing. And then you got to be an entertainer. So you're going to do, you know, open houses. You got to offer food well, and yeah, beverage. To, to, to touch on to touch on what we were talking about with with Zillow. You know, COVID helped Zillow out because they're like, yes, finally, I can be the virtual, you know, real estate agent. But when it when it really comes down to it, the more you educate yourself, the better you're going to be. And the minute you stop learning, one of the other 10,000 agents here in Naples, just 10,000 here in Naples, little old Naples, um, will pick up your slack and we'll, yeah, there's we'll enough pass hun- you up. There's enough, there's enough hungry people out there and they're not just buying into the home. They're buying into you. Sometimes you you know a lot of them you, you have to go to dinner you have to take them to cocktails you have to you might be out on your boat you have to come back on your boat when somebody says hey you know jump how high yeah. <laughs> yeah but you know in the end we could be doing an industry where we're sitting in a cubicle somewhere and you it, know and it could be less exciting and you don't meet people and you don't meet people you don't have opportunities to get out there and change someone's life because you are giving them the nucleus of their life when you put them in a home yep and some of those agents too that like we were talking about a little earlier in the podcast where um you know they the, the buyer walks in and they say, no, I don't have an agent, but that agent's been showing them around for six months. Well, there's something they're going to have to tweak 
and their relationship building um, skills because if Absolutely. they don't remember you and you've been showing them homes for six months, a year, mm-hmm. um, there's something you probably... You're missing it. You, so you didn't be memorable, I, right? And there's no loyalty. There's, there really is no loyalty. <laughs> it comes down to money. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But, you know, there's so many books out there that you can read. There's podcasts like you have here. But some of the training that I've experienced with New Homestar, I mean, I can tell you within the first minute exactly where you are in your buying process, where you're trying, what you've seen, where you've gone, where you are trying to get to. And that comes from education. So yes, so when you bring your customer to me within the first minute, I know if we have an opportunity here or if we don't, because of the specific questions that I ask them, that you can find out how to do that. But you have to educate yourself. You have to read the books and listen to podcasts. And, and go to the communities. Get, yes, go to the communities. Do, and, you, and do you have any books that you recommend before we wrap it up? Um, well, so one thing I'm always about being positive. I, Tony Robertson, unshakable. I just, that anytime that you're in a place where you're questioning yourself or your ability, there's so many books that can help you, but there's podcasts out there, but that one definitely is, is really good. Um, let me see here. Of course, we've all, if you haven't, please read The Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. I mean, mm-hmm. that was the first of, you know, a couple that came from that. But it's opening up your mind to, to be comfortable and, and, and looking at things differently um, and asking those questions. And for goodness sakes, everybody stop being scared to ask questions. Right. Everybody started somewhere. And you don't, don't. It's not that I fake it till you make it anymore Mm-mm. thing. You need to, you know, in fact, it's the opposite. You really need to, you know, excuse my language, but show your ass a little bit and say, hey, look, I just don't know. Mm-hmm. I'll, fi- I'll figure it out. I'll find out for you. But I'm, I'm here for you. I'm, yeah. I'm loyal to you. I'll, I'll get it done. Um, but uh, you, you can't, you know, show up in mommy and daddy's Mercedes anymore and, and, and just BS your way through a showing because people are going to see right through it. And and nowadays, especially with social media, it's all about being organic and being genuine and, and almost everybody, especially with this podcast, everybody like from where we started to where we are now, we found that everybody has a story. It never, oh, it's, it, we, we always want to focus in on the success uh, the Joe Pavage, Oh, he's sold a billion oh, or this person or this person or this person. It's like, wait a minute. They, every one of those podcasts, they, they were either going to quit. They were going to give up. They had to figure something out. Um, they had to make a decision. Um, and they had to fight through something to get where they are. 100% today. people. I mean, uh, two and a half years ago, I went through a brutal divorce. I was working four jobs at one time. Yep. I mean, I was flying back and forth to New York. I was doing real estate. I was doing consulting. And when my daughter came to me and said, mom, I'm, I need stuff for my apartment. And I don't know how I'm going to pay for my books. I went and I bartended and that was pretty much less than three years ago. Now I'm, I mean, I'm in a much different place. Thank God, but everybody has a story and you, Mm -hmm. you gotta not be ashamed of your story. Don't hide from your story. Let others know it so that they feel inspired. So yeah, I was slinging drinks three years ago just to pay for books for my daughter for her to go back to college. And so, the, yeah. yeah. And that's, that's the thing. And don't, don't judge everybody else by their situation or their age to where, where you are. You're an individual too. So you need to focus in on that, find your thing, your passion, your niche, the things that you like. Um, and then don't be discouraged if you, you know, 34, 35 and haven't figured it out, you know, that you, you, you just kind of keep plugging along and trying new things until you get there. 
Um, and uh, yeah, man, this is this has been this has been awesome. This has been absolutely awesome. And thank you so much, MJ, for making the time. Do you do you have anything else that you want to leave um, our listeners to? Uh, um, you know, the biggest thing is is you, you can do anything you want to do. You can go to the next level. Just educate yourself, ask, learn, and don't be um, too proud to say where you are in your life now to where you could get to. It, it can happen. I mean, it's happened for me a couple times in my, in my life and, and, uh, I'm in a really wonderful, blessed place in my life right now. And, uh, I'm in a beautiful community with, you know, sharing my knowledge and it didn't come from me just falling into it. It came from me reading and talking and learning and, and being involved. So if you want to do that, then, then you're going to get there. If you don't think you have it in you, to do it, then admit that and go find something else to Usually, do. Usually, you know, there's that old <laughs> saying: if you think you can, you can; if you, you think you can't, you're you, both. Are, you're right. Yeah. Usually, the people that become great at things are the ones that ask the most questions, right? Oh, that's yeah. right. That's and, right. And so, um, I want you to go ahead and plug your business where people can find you on social media, etc. And also, um, did, I know you were doing something where people needed to tune in and vote for modeling. <laughs> Is yes. that is that over? No, or? it's not. Well, so it's uh, I'm in the last top five. So yeah, you heard I you know I modeled and I do it for fun now because I'm older and you know you, you have to accept where you are in life, right? But you look I'm gorgeous. Kidding. Oh, no, I'm kidding. You're thank gorgeous. You, thank you. Um, so no, so um, I I do have I'm usually in a suit, but I do have a full sleeve. So I appreciate the the artistry that can happen and through tattoos. So I'm up for Inked Magazine uh, cover girl for this year. So yeah, you can vote for me on Inked Magazine. Magazine, uh, their website. But if you want to follow me, you can follow me on MJK, which is uh, Facebook. That's MJ, then K-A-Y. Um, Instagram at the Daily Yummy Bite, because I'm always throwing those little daily yummy bites out there of things that are going on in my life. Um, but you can reach me here. Uh, reach me on my cell, 239-272-4773. No stalkers, but yes, please. <laughs> so you hear, that, you hear that out there, agents? It's not that hard. Just give her a call. Just ask her questions. And she also won, what was it, Rockstar? What you oh, sent yeah. Me? Let's see. Th- uh, Rockstar of the week last week, 13 homes in one week, but that's like the third time. And that's country within, w- nationwide, yeah, right? Nationwide, but that's within, I've done that three times this year, which has been a massive blessing. Boom. This awesome. year, like 2021? Mm, yeah. Wow. Killing it. See, this is the person you want to call. If you're an agent, you have questions. <laughs> I'll tell you. This is the person that you're going to want to call. She's I'll not going to leave you, you with, I don't know. And she's, you know, she's into, into uh, mentoring and helping out others yeah. and, and bringing them up. So, well, hey, wait, so, so what's the best thing that we should do then? Should, should tomorrow, should I show up with coffee and donuts or what, what, how do I win your heart to, 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 okay. So when my heart, um, come clean my house and do my laundry, new shoes, okay. Uh, new shoes. Um, Ferragama. Give, me, <laughs> Ferragama. <laughs> give me a call or shoot me an email. Actually, I'll give you my private email. You can reach me there. Uh, so it's M J K A Y at gmail.com. So I always appreciate that instant message me down, you know, DM me, whatever I'm, I, I believe in helping people out. I really do because, you know, all of us need help at some point. And mm-hmm. I've been blessed to have an immense amount of training to get you to the next step. And, and I love to help others. So, um, and even if you don't use me when it comes to, you know, buying a new home, 
bounce some ideas off of me of some other builders and what you should be looking for, what you should be asking for. Because right now, yes, it is a seller's market, but there are some things that you could look for in trying to make a deal happen for your customers when you're dealing with builders. Um, so yeah, that's, you want to make money, come sell new. Awesome. And we, and we take it away from you too. So we kind of manage your customer as well along the way. And handle the, ha- handle the work. You just bring them on in just and she'll, she'll seal the deal. Bring it and I'll close it. Profession- <laughs> professionalism at the finest. That's right. Thanks again, MJ. We really appreciate it. And for our listeners who are tuning in and taking the time to, to listen to us, if you found some nuggets and some value here, I mean, how could you not? She is so knowledgeable. And this was a very informative um, episode and podcast that we've had here. Um, so uh, definitely please share this with you and your friends and your loved ones, If you whether you're looking to buy, whether you're looking to sell, whether you're looking for brand new construction, um, even resale, or looking to build in uh, Golden Gate. Um, if you're a first-time home buyer, et cetera, et cetera, the list goes on. We have so much information and value in this podcast. So thank you very much for tuning in. Please continue to share us. We are right now ranked um, between a 1960000 podcasts globally. We're still at the top 10% of our um, field with entrepreneur and real estate. So please continue to share and support us like us. If you guys have any questions, um, you can reach us at, uh, you can DM us at uh, Doors Open Connect on um, IG. We're also on Facebook at Doors Open Connect LLC. You can also email us at doorsopenconnect at gmail.com. Please, no dumb, there's no dumb questions. And, and also, if you're looking for us to interview a guest, um, somebody you want to hear some more information from, please uh, send us an email or DM us. Tell us why. Um, and uh, also, if you, yourself, if you're a local business or you're a real estate agent or um, you're looking to sponsor a home or, or an open house, et cetera, please reach out to us at Doors Open Connect, and, um, and we will get in touch and, and see what we can do to help you guys. So, again, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Check them out um, here at Toll Brothers and uh, MJ here at uh, Abaco. Um, this community is amazing. Um, we've got uh, we've got 951 and uh, Amakley Road right here with uh, what was it called? Oh, Founder Square. Founder Square popping up here. This I mean, community's selling fast. It's selling. Call her today. It, it's selling. Yeah, she's she's. She'll killing. answer. I promise. It's amazing. You can well, walk there um, safely without an Uber or Lyft and without drinking and driving. So, yeah. <laughs> or to coffee. So anyway, again, thank you guys all for tuning in. Again, thanks Cora Films and uh, and and Mr. Jason Koch. We really appreciate you guys for helping and support us for this as well for filming this episode and the ones that we've been doing up to now. Um, and so until next time, this is Deshaun Robinson. I am your host and my co-host Rick Haas. This is DOC signing out. And until next time, we will continue to keep your doors open so your deals stay closing. Thank you.